Welcome to our reflections for today. I hope and pray that you know the overwhelming grace of God, who does not judge and condemn us, but who welcomes us as his dearly loved and forgiven children. Between the ages of 7 and 10, I lived in the Cayman Islands in the Caribbean. My father was, during those years, a church minister based in Georgetown on Grand Cayman. During the years that we were there, my sisters and I attended Cayman Prep School. It was a church-run school and so each assembly was full of Christian songs. The songbook that we used was called the Living Songbook and when I thumbed through my copy that I still have the other day it was amazing how many songs I remembered, some of which I haven't sung since those days. One song which I have definitely not sung since then but which I clearly remember is Do Not Judge Others or as we possibly called it then, speck, speck, speck in your brother's eye. I definitely remember it being a very popular song at the school and so that's probably why it was stuck well and truly in my head. My mother kindly agreed to sing it so you can now hear the first verse and the chorus of the song. <laughs> As I'm sure you can work out, the passage that these words are based on is the passage that we are looking at today. It is Matthew chapter 7 verses 1 to 6 and it will be read by Doogie Patterson. This reading comes from Matthew chapter 7 verses 1 to 6 entitled Judging Others. Do not judge or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged, and with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, when all the time there is a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite! First, take the plank out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Do not give dogs what is sacred. Do not throw your pearls to pigs. If you do, they may trample them under your feet and turn and tear, tear you to pieces. This is the word of the Lord.
This seems a rather strange image that Jesus paints through these words. It's strange to visualise someone with a plank of wood sticking out their eye who is in turn peering into the eye of someone else looking for that tiny little speck of sawdust. You can hear the original listeners laughing out loud as Jesus tells this parable which obviously drew on Jesus' experience of working as a carpenter. However, as with all of his parables, it has a very sincere point to make. In a world where people make a living from passing judgment on others, these words are important to dwell on. Whether it is in the newspapers or in social media, or just in the gossip that exists within most communities, people seem to like judging others. Of course, people never like it when the tables are turned and suddenly they are the one who is being judged. Now, while Christians can often be seen as people who like to judge the morals and the behaviour of many in our world, we have in this central teaching of Jesus these clear words which should make us stop and think before we speak. Over the past week as I reflected on these words of Jesus I began to see that the theme that ties all that Jesus is saying here is the theme of grace. That's hardly surprising because in all that Jesus did and said he clearly demonstrated God's amazing grace. It is only when we live as this passage encourages us to that we will see God's grace impact on the world around us through all our words, actions and our attitudes. Take the first two verses. We are told quite clearly not to judge one another. It is not our role in life to pass judgment on others. Instead, we are to show grace in our dealings with the people that we know. We may not be happy about a certain decision that someone close to us has made. However, we are not to judge them. Rather, we must show grace and love. Even if we ourselves think that their decision is unwise. In a similar passage in Luke, we find an addition which helps to clarify Jesus' point. In Luke 6 verse 37 we read, Do not judge and you will not be judged. Do not condemn and you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. So clearly we must make sure that we do not condemn people, but instead do all we can to help them to see more of God's love as we always respond with true grace. Then we come to the parable of the plank and the speck of sawdust and again we see the importance of grace. First of all we need to realise how amazing God's grace is to us which has meant that all our faults and all our sins have been forgiven. However this does not mean 
that we are suddenly more righteous than everyone else and have been given a mission to sort out the lives of everyone else in a harsh and judgmental way. If God's grace allows for imperfect people like us who have a plank in our eye to come into his holy presence, then we need to show grace to those around us rather than make a song and dance about the speck in their eyes. Of course, Jesus wants us to be concerned about those around us, but the manner we deal with them must demonstrate true grace and love. It is only from our position of humility, because we are so thankful to God for his grace to us, that we can seek to help those around us. Also, when we are seeking to help people, we need to always act with patience. Basically, we need to wait until the person wants help from us. We can love and care for them, and we can continue to show that love, but we can't force our help or advice onto other people. Instead, all we can do is wait for the right time. Jesus is saying, that giving unwelcome advice to people who don't want it is as foolish as giving dogs what is sacred or presenting perils to pigs. If they are unable to appreciate the help offered, then there is no point in trying to help at that moment. In fact, offering to help people at the wrong time may well just result in them turning against us which will create conflict between us and them. The message of Jesus' teaching is this, we are not to judge each other, but instead live lives that demonstrate true grace. When we do offer help to others, then we should always begin from a position of humility, remembering and appreciating the grace that God has shown us. Also, we should never force our advice or help onto others, but rather we should wait for a time that help is requested or will be appreciated. Grace is a wonderful gift from God and grace should be evident in all aspects of our lives. Shall we pray? Gracious God, you know us completely and have heard every word that we have spoken and seen everything that we have done. And despite the huge number of mistakes that we have made, you continue to love us. How wonderful is your grace! How amazing is your forgiveness! How special is your welcome to us, your dear and precious children. Forgive us for all the decisions which we have made in error, the judgments we passed on others, and the planks that we have ignored in our eyes. Help us to act with grace and love, to offer assistance from a position of humility, and in all that we do to demonstrate calm patience. May you work in us and through us so that your grace is seen in every aspect of our lives. 
Loving Father, your care for all the world is without limit. And you know every situation that concerns us. Be with the people who are dear to us, those in our families, in our groups of friends, in our communities and in our nations. In these difficult and trying days when people are facing great uncertainty, we are grateful that we can depend on you. We struggle to understand why many things take place and yet we know that your love and grace always surround us, especially in the dark moments of our lives. Be with those who are mourning the loss of a loved one and need comfort at this time. Be with those who are ill or undergoing treatment and we ask that they would have the support around them from medical staff as well as family and friends. Be with those facing life-changing situations and give them the wisdom that they need. Be with those serving in our health service or in care homes, those working in our emergency services as well as those providing care in the community. Be with those in our governments as they seek to make decisions which will bless the population of our land. Father of Grace, we join with all your family to thank you for all that you have done for us, especially through your Son, Jesus. Just as he encouraged us, help us to act with grace instead of judging one another as we appreciate your endless grace to us. Hold us forever in your hands and teach us through your word and through the inspiration of your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So as we remember God's amazing grace to us, we are going to sing the classic hymn, Amazing Grace, How Sweet the Sound. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but now I see. Was grace that taught my heart to fear, and grace my fears relieved. How precious did that grace appear, the hour I first Toils and snares I have 
been blessed by God's amazing grace and so we need to make sure that we do not judge other people but with love and kindness we reveal God's grace to everyone we know and until we meet again take care stay safe and may the Lord bless you and keep you may the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you May the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Amen.